You're listening to Chugging Bleach, the only podcast where the bounce count. Welcome to Chugging Bleach, the best bleach-oriented podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Bob Video Games. I'm joined by my usual hosts, Damn Video Games. Uh, that's true. We are bleach-oriented. So if you're trying to put us on the political chart, that is exactly where we land. <laughs> Dr. Agro. Quiz Jobstodiat Ipsos Jobstodies. <laughs> and uh, Chris Wolfart. I'm still trying to decode what Agro is fucking talking about. <laughs> yeah, more we'll than I might have edited out. <laughs> Sleeper agents awake. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a show where we watch through all of Bleach. Yeah, yeah, I said it, all of it. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but this week, we only watched through episodes 155 through 159, luckily. We didn't watch all of Bleach today. <laughs> I don't know. There would be some <laughs> some weird relief in the fact I could do that. How many? Wait. How many solid hours are left of Bleach? Don't do the math. Okay. Yeah. Let's that's... not fucking worry about that. All right. This is a pretty great podcast, but I wish I could listen to it sooner. Guys, is there a solution for that? I just don't know. Chris, do you know? Well, if you'd like to listen to this early, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. For as little as $5 a month, you get early access to this show and another show like it, Pokemon Go to the Movies, that's like this, but with Pokemon movies instead of Bleach. You also get extended content from other shows we do, a patron-exclusive show one a month, and other bonuses sometimes. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. That sounds great. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's figure out what happened in these episodes. <laughs> Oh, let's go. Episode 155. Rinji is still in that fucking hallway. <laughs> he can't get out. They haven't thought of anything to do with him yet. <laughs> he senses Rukia fighting. Rinji tries to sense harder, but he sucks. And then he gets scared by Dadan Chaka just like shoving up into his face. Yeah, I was going to ask, is this our first time seeing someone in Bleach grab their head and try to sense spiritual pressure from a direction? Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's not usually how it works. They just sort of stand there and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling that, too. Yeah, that or the, the ribbons from season one. <laughs> I Of course, I remember the ribbons from season one. <laughs> they were so cool. Why, why never again? Uh, they forgot. Don't worry. I'm sure after this, uh, Eisen stuff is handily and swiftly dealt with. <laughs> we'll get yeah. back to doing some stuff with those ribbons in the normal world. But uh, Dadan Chaka calls him insane, and Rinji gets all pissed off. And then we cut back to Rukia fighting Kai and Shiba. She's not doing so fucking hot, which makes sense because she's a girl in a shonen anime. Mm, unfortunate. Uh, and he's just kind of cackling like a lunatic. He keeps like jumping back into this mist that's filling the room and jumping back out to attack her. So she uses her Shikai's ice power to make a big ice pillar to deflect him. And Shiba's like, I know all your techniques because I helped. You learn them, remember? And Rukia senses, then Rukia senses Chad and Ishida fighting. And Shiba tells her, they're fighting strong opponents, and Ichigo was too, and he took heavy damage. I thought I'd need your help to help me kill them, but I guess they're all just going to die anyway. Then Rukia makes a, an avalanche with her Shikai and uses, uses it as a distraction and tries to attack him, but he deflects her. And he's like, well, you're really weak, so I'm, so I'm tired of this, so I'm, I'm going to use my sword release. And he says, Rage against the seas and heavens, Nejibana! It is very cool. His sword becomes like a <laughs> fucked up looking trident. Yeah. It rules. It is very cool how it like grows out and the bottom like spirals out into a drill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Rukia doesn't understand how this guy can have Sheba's release, and he attacks her and nearly gets her, and she has this inner monologue about how those are all Sheba's techniques exactly, but she still doesn't think he's Sheba. Meanwhile, somewhere a child is being strangled. <laughs> yeah, we cut to Ichigo carrying <laughs> Nell down a hallway. <laughs> he stops and Nell asks what's wrong and calls and continues to call him Itsugo, which I, I'm starting to think is just her being a child and not being able to pronounce Ichigo. Hmm. Ichigo continues to sense people fighting as we see old footage. Uh, and as he frets mentally, he's like crushing Nell in his grasp. <laughs> <laughs> So when he releases her, she pantomimes being dead and bullies him over crushing her. And then she makes him carry her on his shoulders. And he goes like, I'm never going to fucking have kids. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> Back to Rukia. He says she's finished. So she tries to tase him with a hotto. He avoids it and acts like, oh, you're really clever with that. But she blasted a hole in the wall and let the sun in and he has to jump out of it. She goes to her big think dimension and realizes sunlight might be his weakness. I thought she did that intentionally. I thought that was the idea behind her doing this. She just then realized she was in a Ocarina of Time boss fight. I think you mean a Link to the Past boss fight. Oh, no. <laughs> she ties him up with another Hado and uses a big double chanted Hado where she goes on like a four minute long Dragon Slave-esque chant. <laughs> And then she blows a hole in the roof over him and the sunlight starts to fucking melt him. Under Sheba's face is a weird jar with two balls inside. They introduce themselves again and there is a... God, what is the... Aaron Yarrow? Aaron Yarrow Arudaini. God, fuck, fuck these characters' names. Aaron Yarrow reintroduces themselves and they're like, we're not going to answer any questions about my fucked up freaky face. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about it. I swear I've seen those things on TV, like sold to adolescent boys, yes. like weird stress balls. Like yes. 80s and 90s. Yeah. I, I, oh yeah, there was those, those uh -huh. like fucked up, not like zombie balls. I remember those too now. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember the name. It's definitely something an ad would run for in the middle of a Dr. O stream as a transition shot. <laughs> Araniero says she might have heard him if he had, if she had targeted him instead of the wall. And Rukia says she needed to dispel his disguise before she could fight seriously. She needed to be sure that he wasn't actually Sheba. Uh, and then she kind of disparages his horrible condition, which is a little mean. <laughs> he teleports back into the shadows and regrows his Sheba disguise, and it is very fucking freaky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's surprisingly a lot of good animation in this episode. Like, that's really creepy. Earlier, we had the scene of uh, Rukia's fighting and rolling around on the floor while dodging the sword attacks. Also, looked really good. I was surprised. All those horrible filler shit is paying off when actual <laughs> characters are fighting. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he says he wishes Aizen didn't have the sun. And he tells Rukia, shapeshifting isn't his only power. He's the only Gillian rank Minos who's an Espada. Normally, we, we, he'd just be a jobber, but, because, but he can evolve infinitely. When the hollow that possessed Sheba died, its spirit returned to Hueco Mundo, and Araniero devoured it, gaining Sheba's memories and abilities. They keep mentioning hollows dying and returning to Hueco Mundo, and I feel like they never really fucking go into how that works, because I thought it was like, yeah, you killed him, and now they became... A plus in soul society but i guess sometimes they don't i think it's a soul reaper kills them and they do that oh was, but was, was was sheba not killed by a fucking soul reaper i know right i i wait, wait maybe he escaped soul society no he died yeah. okay is that whatever yeah doesn't matter. <laughs> they don't care um he removes his glove and it's this it's a it's a like like 
Yeah. Yeah. His hand is a like-like. Mm-hmm. It's really uh, gross. It's like a freaky, it's a reeky, freaky tentacle mouth thing. And he's, his real power is glotonaria. He mm. eats hollows and absorbs their abilities and powers. He's not Kai and Shiba, but he effectively absorbed him. So he basically is. He says he's going to end this in releases. And he says, devour glotonaria. And he turns into the big squid monster from Watchmen. <laughs> yeah it seems like a tactically unsound decision right like wow i'm really whipping this chick's ass better turn into a giant soft monster a giant yeah. beached squid made of teeth and goo well it's like the resident evil rules where it's like i got i better take this transformation that doesn't seem like it can go backwards <laughs> <laughs> to fight this dude with a gun uh bawa bawa introduces the Car encyclopedia Gein talks about small animals who live in Huecomundo. He talks about the little hollow lizards they saw before. Bawa Bawa shows up and tries to talk. Gein says, I can't run a show if my guest can't talk. So Bawa Bawa tries to eat him and gets poked <laughs> in the mouth with the roof of the mouth with Gein's sword. And Gein says, you're going on a diet. <laughs> this is really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Episode 156. We open on the Ishida fight again. It's old footage where he tries to block and get owned. Pesce is waiting from the doorway, and is this? I think this is the first time we see that he has blonde hair. Is that in true? the back? Yeah, I feel like they didn't show that in 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 any of the Ashido shit. Hmm. And that we and we don't see him from behind very often anyway. Yeah, they did draw him comically weird in a lot of those scenes where we saw him before, mm. like simplified. He says Ashida is probably the weakest of the five, which is fucking bullshit because Rukia and Rinji are here. It's really funny, though, because he says this based on how mean his face looks. Right. He's like, he has the weakest looking face. Why did I follow him? <laughs> like, this is this is a weird system this man's built to understand power levels. Uh, he contemplates how he can help and is like, man, that chick's really hot. I bet if I look a little harder, I can see her underwear. And he's like leaning out of the doorway, trying like down near the ground. Uh, and she notices it and tries to hit him. Ashita says his full name and then both... Peshe and I am stunned he remembered it, which is Peshe Gatiche. <laughs> because I sure fucking didn't. She is just such a good guy, though. He's such a good guy. Uh, once again, once again, Spectrum. Spectrum. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> uh, then Peshe asks if he's in love with him because he remembered his name. They bicker a little bit and the lady attacks again and she calls Peche a disgusting termite and Peche says, I'm not a termite, I'm more like a, a stag beetle. beetle. Yeah. And, it, and she just like, she's like, they're basically the same thing and Peche's like, no, they're not a stag beetle's all shiny and black and cool and he's like, and she just like, but you're all white. And then Peche's like, well, you're all white. And then she's like, I'm proud of how good my whites look. And Peche says, you sound like a detergent commercial. It's really good. Yes. It is. Peche is the best. It's so good that Arnkar starts getting bitter about how good their comedy troupe is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, she, she, she keeps trying to attack him. Peche's continuing to run his shtick while they're running from this woman. Peche explains that she's looking for Nell. I mean, that he's looking for now, but he went the wrong way. They bicker some more. Ashida's going to shoot at her, but Peshe, like, running elbow stabs him out of the way, like, braced with his other hand, even. Mm -hmm. And Peshe reveals he can make a substance that makes things completely frictionless. And then he shoots it all over the yo-yo, and it just glazes off him. Peshe's then like, you're such a stuck-up bitch. I don't want to see your underwear anyway. Why don't you go put on some pants? And then she just looks at him like he's looking at human garbage. <laughs> or I guess hollow garbage in this case. <laughs> she attacks again, and Peshe's like, oh, you want more of my super attack? 
He spits goo at her and she dodges it, but he covers everything. So when she lands back on one of the tops of the pillars, she slips on it and basically <laughs> falls down a flight of stairs. It's so yeah, good. It's just deadpan in the floor. Crushed. <laughs> she should have fallen in the family guy death bus. Yeah, yeah it, it's like a bizarrely severe fall for a shonen series. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like, it's like it. His power not only made her slip, it made her actually a human as she fell 40 feet onto a solid surface. Yeah, you expect her to just go, oh, oh, like hyper-realistic pained noises. Oh, my spine. Pesce says that his the goo is called infinite slick, and he laughs at her so hard she gets butt hurt and releases with grip, Golandrina. She transforms and becomes like a weird butterfly harpy monster she introduces herself her name is saruchi sanderwike it's <laughs> okay it's like if you if you crossed a moth with just the idea of a nightmare <laughs> see she looks like garuda from final fantasy 14 mm, yeah she shoots like these giant fucking razor feathers yeah they're her big uh, like lunar moth antenna yeah yeah that shoot that cut shit to pieces instantly uh she's like which one of you should i cut first and then she chases them around while cutting the pillars and it's like i'm gonna cut you into paper thin chips and then feed you to all your friends ashita shoots some arrows at her but their wings repel him and he's and he's just like her wings vibrate at high speed and are basically high frequency blades i can't fucking get through them Peshe says this is hopeless, and Ashita says, can you fucking run, please? I could do something if you weren't fucking here. <laughs> Peshe then goads her, and she moves in to kill him instantly. Ashita keeps telling him to leave, but Peshe wants to team up. They're running, and they're running, and they're running from all the wind wing cutters, and Ashita's like, okay, oh, get, get ready to use your infinite slick, but Peshe already forgot what he called it. <laughs> yes! Yeah! <laughs> Turns out Peshe can't create infinite amounts. He lied. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then there's a there's like a bit where she is just yelling and he's like well what i said was true from a certain point of view it's like, no, <laughs> what point of view you just lied <laughs> saruchi comes in to kill them but ashidi uses here and kyaku to dodge and save pesce and she calls it flash step and he's like he corrects her because he's a pedantic dick <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh saruchi <laughs> mocks him for running away and she asks what he's gonna do while carrying pesce and then Pesce feels like dead weight and has a delusion about sacrificing himself for Ishida, res resulting in both of them, Ishida and Tsurushi, calling him a freak. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's really good that the art card just has a moment where she's like, you are the most fucked up person I've ever met. <laughs> Ishida throws him away and then shoots an arrow into his dick to knock him out of the room. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh... Hmm. He's got really good aim, okay? Yeah. He just got the loincloth somehow. He knew at that exact moment, Pesce would close his thighs to grip the arrow and ride <laughs> it safely out of the room. Ashita analyzes her powers now that he can focus without somebody running a fucking bit in his ear. And he pulls out a thing from his belt. It's a fucking Quincy lightsaber that can slice her feathers apart. Oh, it's so cool. The Arankar Encyclopedia... Gin will talk about Araniero. He's a Gillian and his power is Glotonaria. He can evolve infinitely. Gin asks which is Arrow and which is Niero, and then they yell it's not a combined name. Well, well it's funnier because at first they're like, well, I'm Arrow and he's Niero. Wait a minute. No, it's not a combined name. <laughs> like for a moment, they fell for it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 157. Ashida has a lightsaber. 
he robbed his dad using uh, Urahara's <laughs> uh, help. Yeah. It's, it's unclear it's who a, he robbed, but he definitely robbed someone. Someone <laughs> took who it has from the Quincy hospital. Shit. Yeah, like what <laughs> we're the not fuck? sure what they were using it for in the hospital. <laughs> it's called it's called Sele Schneider. Oh. It's a Quincy sword that slices spiritual pressure. Pesce is watching and calls him a thief, and then Ashida says he isn't a thief, and Pesce says you took it without asking. That makes you a thief. And then Ashida says I didn't say I took it without asking. He's like, did you? And he's like, yes. Well, that makes you a thief. And then Pesce calls him Ichigo, and they fight a little bit more. Saruchi realizes he's a Quincy, and they keep fighting. Saruchi tries to shit-talk him about being a Quincy, but then they, like, clash, and one of her wings just falls off. <laughs> Ashida says Sele Schneider is like a spiritual chainsaw and can saw through his feathers because it oscillates even faster than her wings vibrate. How many, how many of Ashida's fights are going to be him being like, oh, your dick is this big? Unfortunately for you, my dick is also bigger than that in the exact same way. Yes, yes. it's so good. <laughs> He's like, my numbers are higher. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> it's just basic math. <laughs> <laughs> then she takes off her wings and also arms. I didn't think those would come off. And according to her, she's like, no, they're gone forever. I can never turn back into the big moth thing ever again. She's just like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> right? Uh, then she explains that Arnkar releases turn their swords back into their original hollow offensive abilities. There is a really fucking long explanation, but it boils down to her stamina sucks, and if her wings aren't working anymore, it's better for her to get rid of them and her freaky arms so he, she can focus all her power into her weird hair tendril that makes like a cutting screen of light shaped like a fan. So she basically maimed herself so she had a shot to win. She gives like a speech about how she has to win so much, no matter what, and attacks Ishida with this big screen of pink light, but he blocks it with the Sele Schneider and gets blown away. He dodges around a bunch and then gashes the light screen. And Saruchi says, well, I'll just focus it into a really long sword, so I'll automatically win because I have longer reach and also the <laughs> high ground, I fucking guess. <laughs> Ishida then reveals Sele Schneider doesn't vibrate to cut. It vibrates so it can shave Reishi off other people and steal it. He basically stole all her fucking energy. She then gets really pissed and rushes in and throws the laser sword at him. And then she's like, you were wrong about one other thing. Quincy's don't use a sword. The Sele Schneider's not a sword. It's an arrow. Yeah, I was trying <laughs> to keep track of exactly when he said Qu Quincy's don't use anything other than bows and arrows. And I'm like, yes. uh, yeah, okay. No, I, I wrote this entire <laughs> quote down verbatim when he said that shit. I'm like, one moment. Look, those grenades were arrows. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots it and it blows through her projectile and impales her she collapses and Ishida says oh yeah we should go she's like is it fine to leave her alive and then Ishida says well I did the same shit I did to that jobber in soul society so she can never fight again uh, I won so I get to decide what happens to her <laughs> uh, and her resurrection melts away God, I missed Uryu being cool. <laughs> and then when they're gone, the stealth force, the stealth force, the Aaron Carr version of the stealth force just shows up in Merker anyway. Maybe. It's, they, they yeah, do maybe. something we off don't screen. See it. Oh my God. And he draws this sword that made me like, a, as a weird sword guy, physically recoil. Because it had like the, the wrapped katana handle and European style quillons. And I was like, how the fuck did you even construct this monstrosity? <laughs> then I realized it was made of reishi and it's bleach and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, there, there's one other thing that bothered me about this. I forgot to mention, but he's like, I was hoping I wouldn't have to use this so soon when he pulls out the first Sele Schneider because he has like five of them on his belt. Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
Well, okay, I guess each one is only one use, except apparently not, because he goes and picks it back up off her body. So he, he was just being a dick. He didn't want to reveal his true power, like like Ichigo. I don't know. It's it's weird in a thing they do. <laughs> uh, we cut to Chad's fight. The guy he's fighting introduces himself. He's a Gant Ganten Bon? Ganten Bane? Uh, yeah, These guys have such fucked up names. Yeah. Let's, let's go with Ganten Bon. Sure. Uh, he knocked Chad into a wall, but Chad comes back out to punch him. I'm going to call him GM from now on because his name is Ganten Bon Mosqueda. GM says he, since he can't flash step, he's too slow. It just knocks him back again and somehow knows his full fucking name. I assume they introduced each other to themselves. But I too heard this moment. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, why does he know? How does he know Yasutor Sado? Look, who knows what happened before this episode? when the fight became real, because it's just sort of been implied <laughs> right. to have been going on. Yeah, uh, GM catches his devil arm punch and knocks him around for a while. He tells Chad, look, bro, just stop or you'll die. I'm not really interested in just beating on somebody so much weaker than me. And then Chad's like, I don't intend on dying. And they do like a cross slash on each other, like samurai, but with punches. And, and Chad feigns losing so he can hit him with a back fist. That back fist really makes GM's face just distort in a great way. Oh, yeah. His skull <laughs> is moving outside of his flesh at an alarming rate oh, after that hit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Chad hits hard. <laughs> GM says he must want to fight him with full strength, so he'll oblige. And he just starts beating the shit out of Chad. And Chad still won't go down, so GM reveals his taser claw things and Gatling gun punches the shit out of him. Right, that's the, but that's not like, they frame it like, oh, he punched him a lot because these are two punch guys. No, Chad just got stabbed like 400 times. <laughs> yeah, but his skin's like tough or something, I guess. <laughs> he says Chad is still holding back and he needs to stop or he'll die. He goes in to finish him off, but the cool guitar starts again, and Chad blocks it, and Chad says he wasn't hiding, and he just didn't understand what was happening. Quaco Mundo did something weird to his powers, and he's finally figured it out. So now he has Brazo Direco del Giganta, and his arm now has, like, a big shield attached. That's Spanish for the right arm of the giant, by the way. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. The Arancar Encyclopedia. Gein will explain sword releases. Arancar use Resurrection... It lets it adopt its hollow abilities on a humanoid form. Saruchi asks if she's sexy in her fucked up harpy form. Gein asks if flying around would let people see her panties, and she said she's wearing armored panties. Then Pesce, like, invades and is like, how dare you crush the dream of every man? And she steps on him. <laughs> One fifty-eight. Uh, there's like a fucking four-minute recap on this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't count this time because I was like, these seem moderate, it'll be fine, and then this one happened. <laughs> After the giant fucking recap, we cut to Pesce sneezing goo all over the floor. God, what a fucking... <laughs> there was so much buildup through the recap, and then we cut to this bodily fluids. <laughs> she to him fight again. Pesce has already forgotten the name of Infinite Slick again. Pesce keeps calling him Ichigo. Ashida says, he, I thought you were fucking out of that goo. And then Pesce's like, oh, it was all just backed up in there. And then he tries to pick it up off the ground and then was like, Oh, wait, I'm sorry. This is just my snot. And then attempts to touch Ashida with it, and he runs. <laughs> Ashida then senses Chad and stops just long enough for Pesce to rub snot all over him and screams. We cut back to Chad. Chad says that Hueco Mundo changed him, and he realized his powers are closer to being a Hollows than a Soul Reapers or a Quincy's. 
The weird jet pistol shield thing is his right arm's true form. He throws a punch and just blasts GM back through a wall. GM tries his super speed attack again, but Chad blocks it this time and knocks him away. This change not only made Chad stronger, but it made his reactions good enough and him fast enough to outdo somebody using basically flash step. Yeah, it's really fucking hilarious. So he's basically just knocking GM around and Chad now ha also has the ability to teleport behind people. So he does that and smashes GM into the ground. <laughs> There's a really good moment in here that GM's floating in the air and he goes, I can block this, I can, and then he gets eviscerated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, this is real fucking scrub quotes moment. <laughs> I got this. GM is now the guy coping mentally that his opponent is too strong and he tries to punch Chad and gets cross countered into a fucking wall. <laughs> Chad then gives this weird speech. He's like, no powers are directly comparable. Fights are won by slowly building and widening an advantage, which is what I intend to do. And they teleport around a bit and Chad hits him again. And GM comes out of the smoke transformed, which in his, his release is Chagra. He's like a weird set of flame bellows. Is that what's going on? I kind of got like, maybe he's an armadillo. I got flame bellows because he like shoots the flame out of like the spigots on his hands. He does, um, yeah. Yeah. It, it was somewhere between armadillo and if you've ever seen like those giant stuff down jackets from yeah. like uh -huh. those ridiculous fashion show runways. Yeah, yeah. That's, that yeah. was the first thing that I thought of. But then I'm like, they don't just design characters after that in Bleach. There's got to be something else here. Yeah, I, I, I really do think it's Flame Bellows. And then he yells, Dios regos nos perdon, which means God forgive our sins. I really like that. As the battle goes, they shift the music between, like, the Spanish guitar for Chad and the sort of funky beat for a GM. Yeah, that is really good. He shoots, like, a big flame laser, and it destroys the room they're in, but Chad used the big shield on his arm as a shield. Who'd have thought that that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it coming, man. Chad says his grandfather's spirit lives in his arm. He says his power is defensive and always has been, but he also needed the power to attack. And then he reveals his left arm has now transformed too. It's Brazo Izquierdo del Diablo, which means left arm of the devil. And it's really good because GM just goes, Diablo, the devil. <laughs> God, it's so fucking sweet. <laughs> like, yeah, th 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 this episode is Chad finally living up to his name. <laughs> All those years ago when I dropped Bleach, I, I was telling somebody about it a, a few months later. They're like, oh, you know what? It's a good thing you got out because right after that, it just gets worse. Chad's power gets really fucking stupid. <sighs> and like when he grows the shield, I'm like, well, oh, that's that's kind of anticlimactic. And then he gets the left arm of the devil. And yeah, I'm like, this is the dopest shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how anyone could think that. This is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> GM gets butt hurt about how owned he's about to me and be and makes like a big supernova type ball with his powers. Chad just blocks it with the new arm and then he does it again. And GM says, well, I'm going to use my full power too. And throws like a big fire punch that makes like a dog. And then Chad again just blocks it with one hand. Then a shot stays on an unmoving GM for 15 seconds. I don't think anybody even says anything. <laughs> uh, he tries to kick Chad, but Chad owns him and tosses him aside. He shoots a bunch of little projectiles, but Chad blocks him. Chad teleports behind him just to scare him and smacks him around a little bit more. Then Chad reveals he can do electro punches with his left arm and declares, It's la muerte. And punches GM so hard, his resurrection explodes into nothing, 
and leaves a giant fucking skull in the wall behind him. It is so fucking rad. I erupted. (laughs) Even the music knows how cool that moment was. (laughs) Like, I, since I, since I dropped in on this podcast, I've been trying to remember, God, I remember Bleach being cool. That was a thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, there it is. That's the magic. Yeah, oh man, it's so fucking cool. Uh, Then the wall explodes entirely and he blows a massive hole in the side of Lost Notches into the the middle area that Chad just walks into. Chad thanks GM for fighting him at full strength and driving him to realize his own strength. Then somebody shows up behind Chad and GM's like, run, run now. Everybody senses this guy. It's the Kanamori guy, Noitora. Thank you for also <laughs> calling him the Kanamori guy. <laughs> the freak. <laughs> he has this giant fucking bizarre weapon. I hate it so much. I love it. It's so good. One end is chained to his leg or some shit. The other side's like this crescent moon sickle. It's like an eight, but a sword. (laughs) I've been on record with scythes or dumb weapons, and it seems like somebody heard me say that and designed this just to piss me off. No part of the exposed outer edge is the blade. Kubo's like, how stupid. <laughs> I, I feel like at a certain level of shonen protagonist strength, you don't actually need a blade. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Holy shit. Chad says he can handle it and uses the same punch he owned GM with, and it just does nothing because this guy's, you know, one of the top tier. A spot. Then Chad gets cut or somebody shoots semen. It's unclear. <laughs> <laughs> See you, <ya>, doctor. <laughs> um, and then that's the end of the episode. The complete Quincy. Encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah, no. That's... Ashita's divorced dad is here to explain <laughs> Quincy's to us. Uh, he'll explain the Sela Schneider. It's a chain sword they use as an arrow. It shaves Reishi off things to steal it. Ishin is there and mocks the idea, and Ryukin tries to shoot him. <laughs> Episode 159. Chad Blood Recap. We open for real on, on uh, Sayaporo. The glasses one with pink hair at a computer watching Renji fight the jobber he fought back in the living world. He's also watching Renji on camera. If, if you need to do homework to beat Renji, you already lost. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Noitora one shot Chad, which is depressing, but not surprising. Everybody senses it. Ichigo senses it and rushes down the hall he's in. Nell screams. We get. I can't even imagine Chad losing Mark II. Like, come on, Kubo. You did the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, God. They did do that. Come on. <laughs> Orihime stares at the moon through her window bars. Ulkiora shows up to talk about Noitora being an impatient dick. Ulkiora is trying really, really hard to show any humanity at all because he's trying to get some. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just see his inner monologue. He's like, don't call her emotions stupid. Don't upset her. You have a shot here. She thinks you have way more depth than you actually do. She's hoping to save you from social isolation. Just don't fuck it up. <laughs> he has like the waiter, Aaron Carr, bring her in, bring her food. Or he may doesn't want to, but old Kiara says, uh, you're going to eat or I'm going to force you to eat. She then says that Chad isn't dead a second time. And old Kiara's like, I don't care. I didn't express interest the first time. Stop fucking crying. All your friends are going to die anyway. 
and he just goes on and on and on. He fights like a fucking YouTube skeptic rant about how he has no oh, emotion. Actually, on a long enough timeline, all your friends are going to die. Okay, <laughs> he, so he really does have strong, like, mean incel energy at this <laughs> point. Like, nobody's telling him to do this. He's just decided to come in here and be mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They could have just sent in the butler with the food. It's the only way he gets his rocks off anymore is being mean to Orihime and saying he's going to strap her down and force feed her. Which, if he really wanted her to eat, why isn't there a giant loaf of bread on that tray, all right? <laughs> yeah. They didn't do enough research. <laughs> you, you know what? Fucking Zyl Opero Grants would have done the research. <laughs> Uh, she gets so worked up, she slaps him. He just leaves and says, I'm going to be back in an hour, and I'm going to force feed you if you haven't eaten by then, and then he leaves. We cut back to Chad, and he's on the ground bleeding. Noitora's doing nothing. He's sitting there on a rock. <laughs> he's hanging around. He just touched the sand. He touched with sand. Somebody told <laughs> yeah, him to go out and touch grass, and they didn't have any. <laughs> uh, some jobber named Tesla shows up and asks, are you going to kill that guy? And he's like, no, because there's no point. I, I can tell Aaron Yero's fighting and he's fighting something fucking worthless too. He senses Ichigo and says, I guess I'll go kill the strongest guy. That that might be fun. And then Chad stands back up. He's like, I won't let you go. And he tries to do La Muerte again, but the jobber blocks it. And Noitora gets so butthurt at the jobber, even considering that he could be hurt by anything, that he threatens to kill him. Then he goes on a rant about how he's the strongest and coolest, which is a pretty fucking funny delusion when your power ranking is literally engraved on your body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a level of self-delusion I'm just fascinated by. It's like, I'm the tallest guy around maybe, has 5'11 printed on his chest. Maybe the other ones are better in different ways. They aren't just pure strengths or something. And he's convinced he's the most strongest. You know what we call that? We call that coping and seething. <laughs> uh, Renji and Dadan Chaka are running down the hallway. There's a fork in the road. They ponder which way to go, and then pits op fall open out under them, and they fall. Ashida and Peshe are also running down a hallway. Peshe says they have to go in order of seniority, so he has to run ahead of Ashida. Ashida asks him how old he is, and then runs while he's thinking. Peshe chases him and literally says, Please, I need someone to run shtick against. I'm not funny by myself. <laughs> Renji comes out in some weird green room. Sayaporo is there, and he can't believe someone fell into the most simple trap he had set up. <laughs> then he introduces himself. Renji tries to seem cool and says he knows all about the spot, and then he hears Dadan Chaka falling and is like, Oh, I'm going to get landed on. I better move. And then he moves and gets landed on anyway. <laughs> Just some straight-up Tom and Jerry shit. Renji is in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Sayaporo is staring at this unamused, and Dadan Chaka runs the mod soul bit of being terrified and rattles off a bunch of his credentials. He's Hueco Mundo's greatest researcher, blah, 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 blah. Renji is dying because Dadan is just sitting on him. Renji kicks him off and calls him a slur. <laughs> No, wait, the slur comes later. The slur comes later. I'm sorry. Rinji kicks him off and calls him an idiot. Dadan Chaka cries and calls him mean, and Rinji apologizes, and Dadan Chaka's like, are you really sorry? And this continues a little bit until Rinji kicks him again. And Then Sayaporo approaches Rinji, posing like a fucking male model. It's a really fucking bizarre pose he's doing. Let it's, me get, get it's, it. It's great. I, yeah, I, I, when you dress him like that, okay, I was, I was he telling, had to. I was telling Bob, this looks like a lot of those like sportswear full-length jackets. <laughs> so, you know, what I'm saying is yeah, somebody you, should you sell know, this I exact could, one. 
I definitely could see this dude showing up as a villain in The Prince of Tennis. Yes! Oh my god. <laughs> exactly. Every time you get a full body shot of him like that, I just, I expect that, like, this is a coloring mistake and his hips are supposed to be exposed. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been in, in the manga. Uh, that's true. They do make slight alterations like that, like uh, ah. the one girl doesn't have underboob showing in, in the anime version. Wait, 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 which girl? Um, this she, is very uh, important. She's not the one been fully in introduced spot, uh, yet. Yeah, she's in a oh, spot. Okay, okay, okay. We've seen her in the conference yes. images. In the, in the, in the yes. great intro and table. Yes. He says even though he's in a spot, he's not very strong. He's just a researcher. Rinji and Dodonchaka are such huge freaks. He wants to study them. That's all. <laughs> he wants to form an alliance. Then Rinji, like, basically calls him a homophobic slur. Oh, I did not catch that in the English dub. He's like, he calls him like a, like a, it's something that is like vague that has the stink of homophobia on it. We're like, you're a girly little sissy. Oh. Like, is he's pink? Is it really? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then Renji, after being told this dude is not very strong, is like, oh, I can improve my stocks here. I'm here to kill people. Blonde guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, senses, he senses Chad is already jobbed out. So he's next. He needs to head this off at the pass. So he throws the snake at Sayapur and it gets instantly blasted to pieces without Sayapur even trying. Hell. During that part, <laughs> during that part where you were saying he said the thing that was borderline is slur. Uh, in the English dub, he's like, I don't care about your statistics. And I'm like, yeah, you you tell that rant, Sona. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to Ruki and Aronero. We see his transformation a second time. Gotta use the whole animal. Gotta yeah. use every frame. <laughs> yep. Aaron Arrow says the release of, a, of him is unlike any other Aaron cars. He can use the power of every hollow he's ever eaten, and he's eaten 33,650. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm just imagining like a sheet of bursting through the wall. It's like 30 seconds and just start shooting the million projectiles at Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so Rukia, could you do it? Could you defeat 33,000 hollows? And then she just shows like, day of judgment. <laughs> <laughs> the Arankar Encyclopedia. Gein is gonna talk about Sonido. It's like Flash Step and Hyakyarin, whatever the fucking Quincy version. Uh, uh yeah, Hirin Kaku. Yeah. Hirin Kyaku, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gein even says they're all basically the same. Uh and GM shows up and says, Sonido's better. And then Gene says, Doesn't your Avro cause air drag? And he's like, no, and then starts doing side hops, but Gein trips him. He's like, we also need to rebalance your feet. And I'm like, haha, this is the best string of Bleach episodes ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, we haven't had we haven't been this good in a while. No, I no. I'm having trouble thinking of what was this good. <laughs> yeah, this was God, it would ludicrous. have to be all the way back to the end of Soul Society. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm no, looking at. It's yeah. been since I've been here. This is the best <laughs> shit I've seen. Yeah, this is really just all those characters that got introduced finally delivering on stuff. And there's some great animation work, even though in a couple spots there's some budget animation work. <laughs> yeah, it's really sad that how much the shore of the stick that uh, Chad's fight got for parts of it. And yet he has the sickest thing. I know. It so does. <laughs> it totally makes up for it. <laughs> I'm so excited to play Bleach video games. Four years from now. Oh, no! <laughs> because I can't afford to do it sooner. Yeah. Dan just fires that arrow into the air. Well, don't worry. By then, hopefully, CyberConnect will have made the complete Bleach oh, game. Could you imagine? Oh, that would be incredible. It would! 
I have to imagine with the anime coming back, they're probably doing something on yeah, that. Yeah, you got to think someone is. <laughs> I hope it's them. I hope it's not some absolutely bargain bin fuckers. Yeah, I don't want the people made the One Punch Man or the Hero, oh. My Hero Academia games to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we should get into our the bits for this, or uh-huh. segments. Segments, yes. We actually had a ending end, guys. That's one, true. One of the EDs oh, is fuck. over. Yeah. We have to review it. Oh, fuck. Does anyone remember it? Because it actually didn't happen. <laughs> no, during I the don't. Set. Yeah, isn't this freakish? We hit like the impossible odds that an ED would end outside of the stretch of five episodes that we watched. <laughs> yeah, I now have to desperately go check. <laughs> Can I get a hint? Which one is it? It is Tanewo Makuhiba Hibi, which is uh, ED. Where's where's that fucking tab? should should be that? twelve, right? 13? Uh-oh, I'm missing yeah, one in 13. my spreadsheet. Uh-oh. Speaking of which, if you're listening to this and you made that list of what scores we gave it, can you give that to me again? I don't know what fucking video that's under. <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't mean like specifically the 12th one. I mean all of them, baby. <laughs> but I also need the 12th one. All right, so this time we are reviewing ending 13, Tane wo Maka, Maku Hibi by Kosuke Atari. And this is a 1 to 10 scale. <sighs> yes. Uh, for people who don't know, we wait until the ED has run its entire run. Mm-hmm. And then we review it at the end. Looking back on the many, many episodes, we had to endure it. Absorb it. We don't need not well, necessarily sh- endure it. Uh, it, <laughs> it, could be, it could be a good ending. We don't know yet. <laughs> we don't know. We haven't, we haven't gotten the numbers back. <laughs> Yes. Uh, but yeah, for people who don't know, this actually ended before this set of episodes. So we had to load up an old one to go look. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I guess uh, I going forward, Uh huh. I will better keep track of when these switch out so that we don't have this situation again. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, someone will cut this too when I don't do that. And <laughs> we all laugh. <laughs> But Chris, what do you think of ED13? And this, real quick, just to be sure, because we write the episodes on a tightness scale 1 to 25. This is a 1 to 10, though. Yeah, this is just regular 1 to 10. Okay. This is, these aren't going to be tight, I guess is the assumption. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is pretty middle of the road as far as anime endings go. I feel like, in fact, if you asked an AI to spit out an anime ending, it would be pretty close to this, where you have... A pretty low energy song and you have the main character laying on the grass and some and they show intercuts of current villains and you have Ichigo's family looking kind of off model honestly <laughs> kind of <laughs> nothing yeah, I've been mad about it this entire time <laughs> <laughs> fucking his dad's chin her arm what is what is happening with any of these people so with uh, that yeah with that in mind I have to give this a six Fair. Dan? Uh, I hate this ending. It is terrible. It is one of the worst we have ever had to endure. <laughs> I genuinely feel bad because this might be arguably worse than the boat song. The animation errors make me upset. There's so little animation, so it makes it even worse that the very little bit that is animated looks terrible. Look at her arm. Look at Yuzu's arm. I don't want to. Okay, well, then I have to respect that. 
It's like her forearm is three times as long as her shoulder to her elbow. Anyway, uh, a two. I hate this. Genuinely, this is not a bit. This is not to be funny. I cannot think of a bleach ending I disliked this strongly since the boat one. Yeah, I guess I'll go ahead. Uh, I don't hate it as much as Dan, but this is rough. There's a very little animation. And like you said, it looks terrible when it does it. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a three because I don't I don't really hate the song. I just don't really like the song either. There's a very specific, very popular pop song from around the era this came out that the song feels identically modeled on, and I cannot for the life of me remember it. <laughs> it was like something I would have to listen to in 2008 or 2007, somewhere way back then, in a CVS. Huh. Yeah. I wish I could remember. I don't hate the song that much. I just think it's completely uninspired and doesn't have any good value. But at the very least, the singer seems to be able to hit the notes. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, Dr. Agro, what do you think? <laughs> I, I enjoy things that are stock. Uh, this ending is generic brackets derogatory. <laughs> this is like something they had on the shelf because they could tell some intern to make it on his downtime when they had no idea where it was going to slot in. <laughs> um, I'm with Bob on the song. The song is fine. But as, as I went to go watch this ending again, because I couldn't for the life of me remember it, <laughs> I realized, oh, that's why I couldn't remember it. Because it, as I'm watching it, it's actively phasing through my brain, clinging to nothing. Yeah, yeah. This moment just sieving away into eternity. Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's really impressive in that way. Um, well, that brings the average score to a 3.5 and the total score to 14. I, I positive I would be just as negative to this without having seen the next one, which is drastically better. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't think that there's any doubt about that. <laughs> I'm pretty happy I got to see the next one to know it wasn't going to all be this bad for the rest of time. <laughs> yeah, no, we have... There are good bleach intros and outros, I feel, through the whole s s run. We don't need to worry about, no, they just stop trying and they're all bad from here on. Good. Good. The, let's, you know what? Let's get some positivity in here. I still like that intro a lot. Kung yeah. Kung Fu Generation makes some good intro themes. They do. This is true. They are just iconic. An anime came out from 2005 to 2010. <laughs> Here's a good intro. That's a song for them. Yeah. But we need to move on to our best segment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the best rest segment. Oh. All right. Dr. Agro, who was the best rest? This might be a controversial pick. Okay. Um, uh, but this is something that I, I absolutely did not notice until this moment. Uh, because we haven't really gotten any new characters yet. Um, I'm going to give this one to Uryu Ishida's feet. What? Okay. Because we finally got a good shot of his flag of Finland shoes. Those are, are strong. A, yes. White leather with a blue cross. They are sharp. They are clean. They are bold. Oh my God. <laughs> Dan? Uh, I'm going to have to give this to Aaron Yarrow. You know, he's wearing a... <laughs> he's wearing a, a really... <laughs> 
really great smile. Really great skin. <laughs> he gets the most remarkable shot oh. in all five episodes. I'm like, it's hyper fluidly animated. <laughs> the, uh, something that's weird in these episodes specifically, which I have to imagine is um an animation director thing. They draw everybody with the little pink parts in their eyes, and I feel like we never get that normally. Yeah, that mm. is a good point. That is part of what gives this the I'm watching a horror anime now sort of vibes almost. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, being being completely genuine for a moment, I actually really do like Aaron Yarrow's outfit a lot. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to give it to him, but man, this frame's going to live with me forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's messed up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris? Uh, I am going to go with GM because, I mean, look at this. Tell me this dude wouldn't be right in place at the Met Gala. <laughs> right? <laughs> it is incredible. I'm now seeing the arm, uh, the armadillo. That, now that it was mentioned and I'm looking at it again, I'm like, okay. Yeah, the tail and the, uh-huh. Yeah. He's some sort of armored uh-huh. armadillo creature with a gun. Yes. <laughs> But it's not in his head like Mega Man. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I guess that means I have to go. I actually really like the... I can never remember the girl. Sandwich. Yeah, Sandwich. <laughs> Teruchi. Her transformation's really good. Like that mm. weird moth with gigantic arms. Yeah, that's... It's so sick. Yeah. Like, I didn't get the... I didn't slide in the comment about that earlier. When that happened, I was, like, blown away. I'm like, man, that's gonna be the coolest thing in these set of episodes. And then... And then Chad threw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> Who proved you wrong real quick. <laughs> yeah, but her outfit is really cool. Um, all right, let's see. What's the next segment? Dan, how excited are you to continue watching Bleach? Uh, this is where I'm absolutely going to throw out a banana peel. You ready for this? Uh-huh. I'm going to say very excited. I'm giving this a 10. Great. <laughs> I am sure it will be this good forever. Obviously, it's done being <laughs> generic and bad. Uh, I, Bob, <laughs> I, I have to say this now. If every, if ever, if all of Bleach was as good as those five stretches of episode... There would be no three great kings of anime. There would just be Bleach. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you for sure. I don't think there's five episodes in a row of Naruto there this good. <laughs> Probably not. And then and then it was all Rock Lee moments. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I think of all the really cool stuff that does happen when bleed or when Naruto is good, and uh -huh. like it always feels like there's something bad that's not good happening right next to them. Like I feel like we don't get a solid five episodes in a row without that. Yeah, that's not that's not easy for a show to animate to do. No. So yeah, of course it's going to be this good forever. <laughs> Bitcoin, uh, Dogecoin's going to the moon. <laughs> all right, Chris, did you bring me any trivia? Uh, yes. Sayaporo's theme song, according to Kubo, is Rape Me by Nirvana. <laughs> now you now you have to decide if that's is that's true or false. We'll start with Dr. Agro. Oh man. <sighs> like, if you told me that in any other context, I would 100 percent believe it. So I'm gonna <laughs> have to stick to that and open myself up to the L. Yeah, sure, that's true. 
Dan. I can't show my hand yet. Ask Bob first. Bob. I'm going to say true just because we've already had a thing of talking about the actual theme songs he has chosen for these characters, which are all in line with that. So I believe you. Dan. If, if this is the correct theme, like in the anime that I'm thinking of, uh, no, it's clearly a knockup of Down with the Sickness from Disturbed. I'm going to go with no based on that insane logic. You're lying to me, Chris. Uh, I am not lying. That is what Kubo says. <laughs> Sayaporo's theme is. <laughs> Great. We're starting to have a real problem with this segment because uh, I didn't realize how many episodes of the show there were going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to run out of obscure bleach trivia. <laughs> What, you're telling me you didn't prepare monthly trivia segments for seven and a half years? <laughs> yeah, somehow I, I thought there would be many more that, you know, I there would be, you know, 150 fucking of these things. It's okay, we could workshop a replacement segment. Exactly. <laughs> but for now, we need to move on to our final thoughts and review this thing on our tightness scale, which is zero to 25. Chris, how tight was this? I'm going to give this 21. It's not quite at the peak, but this is damn good. Dr. Agro? I'd like to preface this by saying that when Chad left-handed the devil punched a giant skull into a wall, <laughs> I literally shouted, oh my god, that shit is so tight. <laughs> yeah. This is the best this show has been since I dropped back in. I'm going to give this like a 23 easy. I guess I'll go then. Um, yeah, this is a really genuinely incredible set of episodes. Uh, that Peche Ishida joke bit, that whole episode's better than most comedy animes ever get. Yeah. Like so many comedy show and animes are never as funny as that was. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to give this whole set a 24. This is incredible. If they can keep this up, man. Man, yeah. Dan? Oh, I'm giving this a 25. This is the best I felt about Bleach possibly ever. Uh, because the last time I gave it a 25 was the end of the Soul Society arc. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that was an incredible moment. But it should be. It's the end of a fucking arc. This isn't the end of an arc. And it is just blowing out all the chambers. Yeah. It is firing on every cylinder. It is so funny. It is so good. There's such cool shit happening. You know, we could have just had the moth lady. And during that moment, I was like, ah, oh, this moth design is so cool. It's a shame. I know the rest of this, this set of five episodes is going to be bad because this is this cool. <laughs> I literally was grieving in that moment. I was like, man, it's a shame that this is going to get weighed down by something I can't predict. And then the Chad shit happened. <laughs> God, like the second half of that Ashita Moth fight, I was like, how is this this good when the first half was that fucking lame and paint by numbers? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really incredible. I absolutely, it deserves my 25. I loved this set. There is no way this keeps up. No. Yeah, when, when Chad unveiled his first arm, the shield arm, I was like, oh, I guess they don't introduce the, the other arm until way later. I need to wait for a long time for that. It's like, no, <laughs> later that episode. <laughs> no, in fact, it's minutes in real time. Right. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, I, I think this was the first time that I really got sold on. I need to see what they do with this in a video game. I need <laughs> to see all of this shit. I need to know if Chad could do that punch. 
with the skull wall. Right? <laughs> oh, what and, like, this also head. reinforces the idea that I've had for a while that, like, Hado training is available to all So Reapers, but Rukia seems like the only one that ever put in the time and actually knows all those fucking Hado. Yeah. Yeah, her and uh, Byakuya seem like the only ones who actually use them in combat at all. Yeah, and for her, it really seemed like it was to delay her having to do, like, you know, cool shit, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, whatever, just have her use Hado. I didn't realize, like, no, that's just going to be a core part of her attack set. It's like, oh, okay, cool, great, awesome. I thought the moment she was able to pull out her cool Zanpakuto and release and all the shit that, like, they would just stop having her do that entirely. Yeah, that would be what you expect. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty cool that uh, one downside to the set of five episodes, I thought she knew when she blew the hole, hole in the wall. I genuinely thought she was that ahead of the game. No, her kid, not that smart, I guess. She thought about being invited into the dark room at least twice that she got in there and then accidentally <laughs> blew the hole in the wall. Should have played Link to the Past. That's all I can say. Unfortunate. Yeah. Just didn't have enough time. Well, she they didn't have it on phones yet. She had a flip phone. That's true. If only they had ported it to the flip phone. <laughs> yeah, it, it, she maybe she did play Link to the Past. She's like, well, technically blind the thief doesn't die when exposed to light. I'm like, but it's the true form, and that's what you're looking for here. I'm not sure if you're firing at all cylinders here, Rukia. Are you distracted? You sleepy? Maybe, you know what? Maybe that's how the next set's great. Next time, Rukia's going to rock it. Maybe and, anything I mean, could happen. She, and she's after doing she, pretty well right now. She's the only one fighting a real ass Espada, and she's doing all right. That's true. And after she owns this Espada, she's going to change outfits so she can also get best dressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Chuck and Bleach, everybody. Come on back next month for more. Yeehaw. Hey, before you down that jug of bleach, how about you head on over to patreon.com slash gbpodcast. You can get the next episode of Chugging Bleach early and help support us doing insane seven-year-long endeavors like watching all of Bleach. We also do many other shows that you can get extras for. And if you ascend to Vasto Pod Lourdes, you'll even get credit for it on Big Think Dimension, our weekly gaming podcast. If not, that's fine. We'll see you next time you're thirsty for some bleach.